Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Room 104, it's Cormac and Sir here. Do you believe that aliens exist somewhere in our universe and do you think in your lifetime you're going to actually get the news you're going to switch on the news one day and they'll finally come out and go all right lads aliens they exist happy days i told you that all i ever want in life for the rest of my life is to fall in love with an alien and i know that sounds crazy and that sounds a little bit batshit you know but it's a little true. bit yeah uh, like, honestly i have not had success Listen, i guarantee with- Alien human. men are probably just as stupid, messed up <laughs> as, as uh, human men are. It'll just be a universal thing throughout the whole galaxy and universe. Possibly, yeah. But look, it's worth a try, isn't it? Something different, <laughs> something new. Um, but yeah, no, I do. I, f- I feel like there's been enough kind of studies done to uh, detect some kind of life outside of Earth. There, there has been a hell of a lot of uh, research done. And the only problem is that we've never, as of yet... Um, found any definitive evidence for aliens now unless obviously you believe that they're just you know hiding the aliens from us and that they're already here amongst us but according to all of the research that's been published there has been zero signs of alien life as of yet but there should be a significant amount of uh, alien life forms that are even just within our galaxy in our neighborhood Um, and a team over at the university of nottingham has been looking into how many how many how many alien life forms should there be and could we expect to find within the uh, observable galaxy and maybe in the universe as well they actually did a proper study looking into this this, joining us now to talk a little bit more about it uh, professor christopher constellis how are you sir I'm good. How are you? Uh, we're always interested to uh, hear, uh, you know, smart, educated, interested people like yourself on the topic of aliens. So, what was your research looking into, and um, what did it kind of find? Well, we we tried to answer the question of of how many communicating intelligent species there might be throughout the galaxy. So it's not how many we detected, but how many there might be based on some very simple assumptions about how life like that could form throughout our galaxy. So we took those assumptions, which is basically that if the star lasts or lives for about 5 billion years and has the right composition and is the right orbit around its star and has the right kind of, let's say, elements like carbon and hydrogen Mm. and oxygen, that it would naturally form life and then naturally form over billions of years intelligent life that could communicate so that's really kind of what we did how likely is it that we humans will come across this in our lifetime or come across anything detecting life is a big question right so we would love to be able to do that and people have been looking for 60 years seriously and every so often uh, it gets even better and better i think we might find life in 10 15 years but that'll be very simple life 
life, let's say uh, plant life type things on, mm. on some star. But to find communicating intelligent life, I think, will be more difficult. And I would be pleasantly surprised if it happened during my lifetime. But eventually, I think we'll find some evidence for it somehow, and maybe in ways that we haven't even thought of yet. But I think it won't happen in my lifetime, no. Uh, okay, so, uh, Professor, then, um, how many, according to your research, how many alien life forms should we, could we expect to find hypothetically in our own galaxy and then maybe in, I know, probably a much bigger question, in the entire universe? Oh, well, the entire universe is a very uh, hard question to answer. So we know there's two trillion galaxies in the universe, and if we have a few dozen in our galaxy, then there would be easily trillions of potential life forms that are, that are communicating uh, type intelligence like ours throughout the universe, but those would be so far away that there's no chance at all that we could ever communicate with them. In fact, even ones in our own galaxy would be, the way we calculated, uh, about 20,000 light years away, and that would al- al- already be very far. It would take 20,000 years for us to even be able to communicate with them. And so, you know, if we send out an uh, email to them asking them, you know, what their favorite color is, it would take <laughs> us 20,000 years to get it to them, and then 20,000 years for them to answer. So it would be 40,000 <laughs> years before we can even say hi. What's the most interesting thing you found while you've been uh, studying? Well, I thought that we would we would find the calculation would give us very little, like one or two civilizations. I was surprised it was 36, because we used some pretty pessimistic assumptions. So it looks like that is the most surprising thing because I wasn't expecting that. I was pretty pessimistic going in. I'm more optimistic now, but that, I would say, was the most surprising thing that we found. How did you or do you define an intelligent alien life form? Yeah, that's a good question. So in our study, an intelligent communicating life form is one that is emitting radio waves or some kind of radiation into space that can be detected. So before 100 years ago, humans on Earth we weren't technologically, say, uh, advanced enough such that we would be able to emit anything into space. We were just, you know, working with materials and building houses, but we weren't doing, like, uh, radar or television or radio. And when all that was invented in the late 19th uh, century, then you had a, a huge progression in, in that kind of, of emission of, of light and electromagnetic radiation going into space. And that can be potentially detected, however... We've only been doing that for about 100 years or so, so that is only 100 light years away from us. The only thing that potentially exists within 100 light years would even have seen it yet. But most likely, there's nothing within 100 light years from us that could detect those signals. So we'll have to wait for a very long time for those signals to transfer throughout the galaxy before any kind of civilization might be able to detect us. Do you ever just think maybe they don't want to be found? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we uh, on Earth also, people have discussed this, that we should be very quiet and should, shouldn't transmit our existence outwards. There was, was a uh, one time uh, some astronomer sent out a big signal to a star cluster a few decades ago um, to be detected by them, and it was very controversial. People thought, why are we doing this? What if these aliens come and, come and <laughs> land and eat us or something? Um, and, you know, it wasn't appreciated by everyone do that. So it's something that's definitely possible. Well, this might sound like it may be a, a stupid or a dumb question, right? But why the presumption that other technologies will use things like, you know, radio waves or or uh, different kind of technologies like that that we're using? Like, is there, is there a chance that they would be communicating with something completely different that we haven't even heard of yet? Well, that would be remarkable. I mean, there, there's always 
new things in science should be found. But as far as we know, the way that you can communicate is through electromagnetic radiation. So, I mean, you can use what else, what other things do we have? We have air, we have voice, but that won't travel into space. You know, you can have like uh, you know, smoke signals or something, mm. but that obviously doesn't go into space. So the only thing that we know of that communicates information through space is electromagnetic radiation. Of course, you have you can have particles like uh, neutrinos and stuff, but those are very hard to say make a signal out of that can be useful as far as we can tell. So beyond particles and, say, photons, which is electromagnetic radiation, there's nothing we know of that can be used to communicate. And just, is there any kind of indication that what's out there could be very dangerous to, to us? No, no, no. We don't know of anything out there. So there's no, no need to be, to be worried or concerned. There's, there's no, nothing to indicate that, that there's any, any risk by looking for extraterrestrial civilizations. If we do find one, it would be very far away. And, you know, they may not be interested in coming to us anyway. So I don't think that's something that people need to worry about. We have plenty of other things to worry about right now. Yeah, that's exactly. Because they're probably looking at us 2020 and kind of going, I think we'll leave it this year, honey. We were going to go <laughs> yeah, to Earth, right. but the place is, uh, there's a pandemic and they're on fire everywhere. So we're just going <laughs> to. But wouldn't yeah. that just be the icing on the cake? <laughs> the aliens just come yeah, right. and just take over and that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, like lads, you are in bits, you don't know what's going on. It, it, it's our uh, it's our shop from here yeah. on out, God. So um, in, we'll if... Give it to them. Yeah, we're just like, here, listen, I think you could do a slightly yeah. better job take than over, what we're doing over. here at the moment. If you, if we did discover an intelligent alien life here on Earth, what do you think the impact would be like socially for humanity? I think it would be a really big deal. I think it would change the way a lot of people think about where they come from, about our origins, and even about where, where we're going in terms of the species. Because one of the things we talk about in my, my study is that by looking for these extraterrestrial communicating civilizations, we're actually getting an idea of how long we might last as civilization, simply because if other aliens can survive for a very long period of time, that's a good signal that they've mastered the way to have very high technology without destroying themselves, which is a risk that we are in you know, currently with humanity and will continue to be for the rest of our existence. So if we found that aliens could actually survive being technologically advanced for, say, thousands of years, millions of years, that would be a good sign that we might actually be able to do the same thing. I hope it does happen, and I hope we do meet them, and I hope that we're living as one big happy family. Within my lifetime, that is, well, no, that I, is I, the goal. I, I think what would happen if we found alien life is that uh, all of humanity would come together to package up <laughs> its racism and bigotry towards an alien species. We'd be like, "Yay, we all love each other!" But now we hate them, and uh, at least yeah, that would well, be at least that would be off planet, and they'd probably have bigger weapons anyway to sort it out. But listen, it's fascinating research, and fingers crossed, maybe we'll start to see something over the next couple of uh, years. And who knows, we might be getting uh, a radio signal from a dodgy reality television show. Uh, from an, uh, an alien <laughs> planet that aired a few thousand years ago. But uh, listen, Professor Christopher Consolis, thanks a million for popping on. And uh, listen, if you ever do yeah, come no across problem. aliens, give us a shout. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 